back to the Easy Money Fantasy Podcast. We are your hosts, Lum and Romeo. We're back today with another quick release episode featuring the Cleveland Cavaliers. Gonna play GM and try and fix this this doo doo ass team into some sort of um, possibly championship or at least playoff contention team. Uh, what are your thoughts on this team? Uh, first look, they look better than the Charlotte Hornets. I'll tell you that. Um, but not by much. Uh, they got some really bad contracts, and they got a bunch of players that are all clogging up certain roles. It, you look at this team, and it makes zero sense completely to me. So, I mean, they obviously have to move Kevin Love, an aging Kevin Love, to, And hopefully they can find a playoff contender or just someone that feels like their team can make a push with him. Maybe Boston. But it's going to be hard to work out contracts with that. Uh, the only thing I see happening... The way Boston can get them is if they let Hayward go and it frees up a bit of space for them to possibly take on that terrible contract, but I don't even know if they want to do that. But yeah, uh, they got so many bigs. Uh, the Andre Drummond like pickup made no sense to me. Uh, and he's on paper for another two years as well. And they also have Tristan Thompson there, which, again, and Larry Nance. These are all guys that like play the center like, even when they go small, they're all the same center. So it makes no sense to be this deep. But they have a lot of moves to make. I agree. I think they just stacked a bunch of positions with the same player. So it's like their team's pretty much made out of pure guards and pure centers. <laughs> like there's nothing in between. There's no, like, shooting guard for small forward, power forward, right? Mm-hmm. It looks like they just jacked it up with a bunch of players. At least Christian Thompson is only one year left on his contract, which is ending this season. So that's a huge plus. That's $17 million off or $18 million off their books. I don't see another team picking up Tristan Thompson, to be honest, unless he's willing to take less than 10 mil. And he would just be a backup center. He wouldn't definitely not be a starting caliber center in the league. Yeah, he's, he's overpaid for sure. He's definitely overpaid. So he's off the books at least. And then now they have a three big man rotation. And I think I agree with you that Kevin Love is the one that needs to be traded. He is still serviceable. Um, he is 31 years old, and he just signed a four-year contract, if you believe it. So he'll be playing till he's 35. Yeah. <laughs> and his contract just started this season, so he, that's a little bit... I don't know why they re-signed him. Like, I get he has value, but he's kind of aging. But not that long, right? At least two, three years, not four years. So they have Kevin Love, who I think they should trade, and then that'll let Larry Nance and Andre Drummond be their centers for the future. They can need to somehow keep Andre Drummond for the foreseeable future. I think he's a player option next year, which I think he's going to opt into. I don't see him leaving that $28 million on the table, right? So he'll be back. But do you think Andre Drummond will stay long-term after that? Andre Drummond? I mean, he's pretty young still, but is he really a guy you even want to build around to make a playoff push? I mean, do you think he's going to be the piece to go along with uh, their young guys like Garland and Sexton to make, like, turn this franchise back around? I don't, I don't, personally, I wouldn't do it. 
I mean, I'd be looking to move Drummond as well for basically trying to rebuild from bottom up. Um, I'd keep the only guys I'd keep at this point are like Sexton, Garland, uh, maybe Oz, Seti Osman. See how he does over the next few years, and obviously like Kevin Porter. Um, but yeah, I'd be trying to get move all those bigs and then start fresh completely with uh, some draft picks. It's going to be rough. I think, honestly, Andre Drummond can be on a championship team. I, I feel you can't build around him. He definitely can't be your best best player. But I think if he's at least your second or third best player, you're not that far off. Mm-hmm. Like, he needs to obviously improve his free throws. He needs to somehow start shooting at least mid-range jumpers, kind of like Tim Duncan did. Because he can't just be a you know around the rim guy, but he does get you a lot of rebounds. I think he leads the leagues in rebounds, so he definitely can't be the focal point of this team. I would keep him depending on the pieces around him. As of right now, I wouldn't, just because the way the team is built. Yeah. But I think as a GM, I would hang on to him and trade other pieces and make him better. I agree. I, I think I'd trade other pieces first. Like he's, yeah. he'd be last on my chopping block. Yeah, he's definitely right now probably their f- best player. <laughs> right? Mm, yeah, yeah, he's their best player. He's probably better than Kevin Love, right now. Yeah, Kevin Love. He just, he's really fragile to me, and I can't believe that he's somehow finessed a four-year contract. That's crazy. It is crazy. Well, listen, if they sign Tristan Thompson to a four-year contract, <laughs> anything's <laughs> possible. That's true. No, five-year contract. They keep Tristan Thompson a five-year contract. <laughs> I can't believe it. Kevin Love's 31 and injury-prone. And they're, like, all in on him. Yeah, it's, it's a really weird thing. I don't understand the logic. I think they re-signed him in hopes of trading him for pieces, which kind of makes sense. Yeah. But I think the length of that contract is too long. Like, you know, four years is kind of... No GM's going to take on a four-year Kevin Love contract. Three, yeah. I would think about. Yeah, it's a bit long, for sure. But I guess Kevin Love probably just didn't agree to a contract less than four, maybe. Right. So that's... I think that's good. I think if we can move Kevin Love, that rotation with Andre Drummond and Larry Nance would be pretty good. I think Larry Nance is... Uh, starter-worthy power forward in the league. Mm-hmm. And Tristan Thompson will be gone, so that will be good. But what do you think of their backcourt? I like uh, Garland a lot. I think he's got okay. a lot of potential. Uh, he's putting up pretty good numbers this year. He's just kind of like, I think he's adjusting to the NBA. Uh, it's hard to say where his like peak can possibly be. I'm thinking maybe like a D'Angelo Russell... Uh, maybe better, but oh, I don't. I don't think it'll be better. We'll see. We'll see. I don't uh, think it's gonna be better than D'Angelo. I think <laughs> you gotta look at a... D'Angelo's, number, uh, D'Angelo's numbers when he first started too, right? Like he didn't put up the greatest numbers for the first two years of his career. But I mean, that could also be the Lakers not really playing him as much. Who? So I think he could be D'Angelo. Like I just don't really see it. Maybe. And I think the problem is that he's playing with another point guard. Which is weird. Yeah, Sexton, right? Yeah, Colin Sexton. So 
I don't know why Cleveland drafted like this and they got double point guards like the year after each other. Sexton more like a shooting guard sometimes, so. Yeah, he does, but the problem is both both these guys, they both aren't real point guards, in my opinion. They're more like shooting guards. They're kind of like Derrick Rose's, you know, shoot first, pass later. Yeah, Garland's a bit more um, of a facilitator for sure, but yeah, I I see what you mean. Um, Sexton's basically shoot first, always. Yeah. But I don't mind it. Like, I could see, I would keep it and see how it goes. Really? Yeah, I would. I hate this backcourt so much. I'd see how they go with Drummond, if I haven't moved Drummond yet. But I think that's that's the problem that they're having, right? These two guys aren't really pick and roll pass first point guards, so they don't they don't really mesh with Drummond, right? Contest is going to try and score. Yeah, that's huge. You're right. Like Drummond does not work with guys that are going to pass the ball to him. I honestly think these two are probably the worst pairing of backcourts in the NBA. Right now, I don't think you can name a worse pair. You wouldn't say Charlotte's. Um... Ty Rozier and Devontae Graham? Hell no. Okay, I think those two no. over these two for yeah. sure. Yeah, for sure. Hmm. That's tough. Let me. Yeah, take a look. Like, take a dive into it. I think they're legit one of the worst backcourts. Probably second to maybe the Knicks. That's the only other team I can think of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but at right. least they have Dennis Smith Jr., Frank Natokinga, Alfred Payton. I think I would even take Alfred Payton and Dennis Smith over these two guys. How about the Spurs, like Devontae, uh, DeJount Murray, and... DeMar DeRozan? Oh, yeah, okay, no. Never mind. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they probably have the worst backcourt, for sure. They have the worst the backcourt. NBA. Yeah, for sure. And the fact that they're not even both of them... Maybe Garland, I can see, be a pass first. He does average more assists than Colin Sexton, but... So you're saying, like, move one of them, like, right away? Yeah, I I think you would move one of these two. And I think they're... I actually really like their small forward or shooting guard, Kevin Porter Jr. Yeah. He's the rookie, and he's actually shown flashes of being able to score this season. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I like him a lot. Yeah, I like Kevin Porter. I think he has the high ceiling on this team right now. Yeah, for me, it's between him and uh, Garland. I, I I like Garland. I you like, like Garland? Garland? I do. Uh, uh, Sexton, maybe... not so much. I mean, he's just a pure scorer, which is okay, I guess. I mean, you need guys that are going to score. Yeah, but not... not... But he, he has no balance between scoring and passing. Right? Like, look at his average. Averaging oh, 20, absolutely. 20 points and two assists. Yeah. No, he's, <laughs> he's not passing the ball. <laughs> Exactly. Kevin, yeah, I don't know. I think Kevin Porter has a high ceiling. Maybe I just don't like Darius Garland because of his fit with Colin Sexton, so I just, like, you know, rate him lower. So he possibly maybe, Sexton, I guess. And it's possible that they both look very similar on the court. Yeah. Because of their hairstyles and stuff, so I assume that that <laughs> was Darius Garland. I'm like, damn, this guy sucks. <laughs> yeah, I can see it. Oh, man. I mean... Yeah, this- this team needs a lot of work. Uh, would you keep Larry Nance around too? I mean, he signed to four years as well at ten mil a year, which isn't. I mean, it's not terrible. It's not terrible. No, I think they just won't give him minutes for some reason. So I think my plan right now would be so Tristan Thompson's off the books next season, so we don't need to worry about him. Uh, Matthew Della Vadova is off the books, and then I would trade Kevin Love. 
and keep Andre Drummond and Larry Nance as the starting front court. Okay. Uh, trade probably Colin Sexton and keep Darius Garland as one of the backcourt starters and then put Kevin Porter Jr. as a small forward okay. over Yeti Osman. Yeah. That, that would be my my take on it. Um, do you want to hear the trade that I have? You can let me know if you like it or not. Yeah, let's hear it. All right. So my trade would be to trade Kevin Love to the New Orleans Pelicans for Drew Holiday. <laughs> yeah. I think. Do you, do you think that brings them to like a win now? Um, I think Kevin Love will be happier on the Pelicans team because they're more focused on winning. They can pair him with Zion. Right, put Kevin Love as a center beside Zion. They'll be a three-point shooting team, and their favorites is off the books next year. So they will have a hole in the power forward position. So why not put this guy in and make a run at it? Mm-hmm. Right, because they don't really they need Drew Holiday. He's obviously their best point guard, but if Lonzo can get better, I can see him overtaking Drew Holiday. Yeah. So that's the first. Tra- that's the first trade. So I think it works money wise, and it also works like kind of logic wise for both teams. Yeah. And then with that said, I would instantly trade Colin Sexton for Kevin Knox with okay. the uh, New York Knicks. So it's yeah, kind of like okay. trading the rookies. They were drafting the same year, but clearly New York Knicks have no clear starting point guard, and at least Colin Sexton will probably be their best starting point guard. Yeah. Um, over Dennis Smith, Frank Natil Kinga, and uh, Alfred Payton. Yeah. And then Kevin Knox is kind of stuck behind RJ Barrett anyways, right? Not getting any minutes this season. You're right. They don't work together. Yeah, he has a worse um, this season than last season, which is kind of weird, right? His second year is worse than his first. Mm-hmm. So I would ship off Kevin Knox, and then that, that would at least fill in for, you know, power forward, small forward position, if needed. Mm-hmm. And that's it. I mean, that's the big trade. Okay. I like what it. What do you think? No, it's, it's solid. It's just, um, I don't, I don't know about getting Drew Holiday now, because I, I just don't see them being a contender, even with that move. Like, uh, I feel like it would be at least a step in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Um, they won't be obviously a championship contender, but they will be fighting for playoff. at least the eighth spot. At yeah, least the eighth spot, right? For sure, for sure. I can see them being a playoff team with Holiday in there. Yeah, because it will be Holiday, Garland, Kevin Porter, Nary Nance and Andre and Drummond. Drummond yeah. That's a that's a respectable five. You know, I would put respect on that on that five. Yeah, I mean, they're obviously not going anywhere. I don't see them going anywhere. For me, um, I wouldn't make it just because I think I'd just be going. If I was a GM, I would just be going like straight rebuild. Um, maybe don't even worry about trying for the playoffs next year. Uh, unless these guys really develop, I'd be trying to move uh, Drummond. My trade would be if they could somehow 
and it's a bit of a stretch because just because Philly doesn't really like uh, Simmons and Embiid together, I'd be aiming to get one of them, like Embiid, if you can get Embiid and move all those. Uh, yeah, I don't know about this. This Drummond, is like a super get, stretch. Yeah, if you can get Drummond <laughs> in this trade and give up some of these young guys, uh, maybe give up like um, a Sexton and try and get Embiid and just completely build around him. Um, obviously, that's a stretch for sure. Yeah, but, it's more of a not going to happen type of trade. Yeah, it's like a, a dream dream for them for sure. But yeah, for me, I, I'm just trying to develop those young guys, see what they can become, and get some good picks. And just so try to get blow rid of this uh, clog they have in the front court. So your plan is basically just blow it all out. Like you're not even going to try and trade for. Yeah, no, I wouldn't. Someone. I wouldn't try and play Kevin. Like Kevin Love's got to go. Drummond's got to go. Thompson will be off the books. You know, maybe Larry Nance can stick around a bit, but. I'd be trying to go with uh, Porter, Sexton, Garland, try and develop them and see what they got. And if you can trade for a young big or sign a young big, um, who's a free agent this year? I guess it's not much this year, but yeah, if you can snag Embiid for a reach, uh, maybe go bear. I mean, go bear, maybe, but. I don't know if the Jazz want Drummond, and that's another stretch, too. Yeah, I think a lot of these trades are not going to work out, to be honest, from the other team. Yeah, but it's, it's going to be rough, for sure. If, if they're going to blow it up, you just... I think if you're going to try and blow it up, you can't trade for, like, a franchise player. That's that's number one, right? You got. I think you need to trade for, basically, picks and young talent. That's it. Yeah, absolutely. Because if you right. trade... Because if you, I think if you trade for like an Embiid or Gobert, first off, the contracts aren't even. I don't know how long the contracts are, and they're probably gonna leave the second they get a chance. At least trade for young players that you can develop, and then and picks. Right, I think that's that's the only real way to go about it. If you're gonna blow it up, it, it wouldn't make sense to even trade for Embiid, even if you could. Mm-hmm. Even if that stretch came true, what's the point of trading up for Embiid? You're just you're not going to contend, and you're not going to have young talent, and Embiid's going to be gone in whatever amount of time he has left yeah. on his contract. So, yeah, yeah, it's tough. It's tough for sure. Um, but I just I wouldn't want to be hanging on to those guys. Yeah, it's, it's funny yeah. because you I think you believe in their young talent too much on this team. Like, there's some teams where I can see the upside and say, okay, you know, we'll, we'll roll their young talent and see if they can develop. I think there was another episode back when we did, and I was like, okay, yeah, I can see us trying to run with these young guys, and they can develop and take a step forward. I don't know if that, maybe that was like Charlotte or uh, Chicago. Yeah, it was one of those teams, but this team, I just don't see it. Like, I really don't see the fit with each other. I don't see the potential, except for like one or two players, and yeah. it's just not there. I, w- I really wouldn't rely on this young group, to be mm-hmm. honest. Even Yeti Osman, I would... Probably yeah, so you, you try and just work with Drummond and stuff and Porter. Yeah, well, that's that's just me, and then make that trade if possible, and you know, yeah, all these things will be respectable. For sure, for sure. I just you just don't like it. You I, just don't like I'd, Drummond. I'd rather shoot for like 
um, a championship, like to be a real contender rather than just be like another middle of the pack kind of team for another three years and then have to rebuild again from there. I'd rather just start it now and try and get something going. I understand. I think I understand that part of it. Like you're right that my trade is you're just gonna be like middle of a pack team, kind of like the Orlando Magic. But I don't know. So I guess my follow up question would be: Is it worth being a middle of the pack team and at least have like a culture of winning, or would you rather just do, I guess, complete rebuilds and lose for a couple of years and then? maybe get a chance to become great. Yeah, I'd go with the latter for sure. I'd rather the chance to become great. Uh, I, I don't... So the thing is, I don't really see a lot of those type of success stories, right, in the NBA. Yeah. The only team I can remember that stunk for a lot of time and then got good... Actually, two teams. Like Golden the State. Philadelphia. Oh, okay, yeah. Because they straight rebuilt everything. They, um, they, their rebuild was a long, long haul too, with all the injuries haul. and the bad yeah. draft. Like they drafted, um, what was that guy? That big center, uh, Julio Okafor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And Nerlens Noel. That was a fight. Yeah, but that's the thing, right? Like, look at how many misses that they've had when they were when they did this entire process. They traded all these guys, got a bunch of first round picks, and only. A couple of them panned out. Like they lost yeah. a little Okafor. They lost Nerlens, like you said. Yeah, just um, Ben Simmons and Embiid is what. Well, I think Robert Covington was pretty good too, but then they traded him. Yeah. But there's not a lot of success stories, right? Like Toronto's one of them, I would say. We were pretty bad for a long time and we finally started getting good. But yeah. keep in mind, that was from a trade. Yeah, we that was draft from drafts, yeah. Exactly. So we didn't right. draft that, so we traded for that. Mm-hmm. And Golden State, Golden State's not the one where they were. It's kind of like a Philly story, right? They just got draft picks and they drafted good, and the players panned out. Mm-hmm. So I can see the risk. I mean, I can see the reward for that, but there's not a lot of teams that can draft well. And looking at the way that these Cleveland Cavaliers have been drafting, I don't trust them to draft. <laughs> yeah, to be honest, yeah. like. Look at all the picks from the last couple of years. I don't see a single player where I'm like, damn, they did a good job drafting. Maybe Larry Nance. That's it. Yeah. Oh, Kevin Porter. Maybe Garland. But everyone else is like a miss. Yeah, for sure. Right. And the thing is, they had so many first picks too. Um, yeah, so... Yeah, it seems just bad. Like, I, I don't know what, what more to say about them, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> I think you I, I they... just have a little more faith in their young guys than you do. Yeah, you have more faith in young guys. I think I'm thinking the Raptors' approach of doing it, trying to trade for someone and possibly getting good. Yeah. Because I think if they make the playoffs and they maybe win a round, which is a huge stretch with the trade I proposed, you know, you never know. Some guys might stick around, try again. Mm-hmm. But I think with... Your approach also might work. I I just don't see it. <laughs> yeah. These young guys. Yeah, we're not on the same page for this one, for sure. We're not on the same page, yeah. So I guess in five years, I think even in both our scenarios, they're definitely not going to be a championship contender. Yeah, they have a lot of work to do. Um, 
they're gonna have to pull off some kind of crazy trade, some crazy ass like you know situation where the guy wants to leave and a team's kind of strapped, and then you know they offer up Kevin Love and whoever, but it's pretty unlikely. Yeah, and even if they make that one-year trade, I don't think they're gonna win championship that year. Yeah, I, I guess it's... for sure. It depends how they develop. Uh, the thing is, I don't know why, but I just get this feeling nobody wants to play in Cleveland. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Do you get that? Like, I can't no one, get. No like, one will be like the LeBron there. That's that's exactly how I feel. I feel like no one wants to go there because they don't want to be in LeBron's shadow. You know, you walk into the arena, you see the one championship, and you know everyone's wearing LeBron jerseys, and that's it. You know, it's it's you know it's not gonna be your town no matter what. Yeah, it's kind of just like a dead franchise, like Charlotte, but worse, yeah. <laughs> possibly. Yeah, I think I would rather play in Charlotte than in Cleveland. Yeah, me too. It's just something about the way LeBron left this franchise. Like, you just don't <laughs> want to be a part of it because it's it's always gonna be LeBron's franchise. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think that's gonna be it for this episode. Pretty good. Uh, Analysis, I guess, of the team. Some good yeah. moves to make. Yeah, it's going to be tough for sure. But, yeah. Uh, next week will be a easier one with Dallas, I think. <laughs> you think? Yeah. I Dallas. think it'll be just as tough. I don't know, Dallas, to me, pretty straightforward. Is it? I feel like they're missing something. I just can't put my finger on it. I kind of know what they're missing already. All right. I'm, I'm I'll be excited confident. for the next one. Yeah. I'll be excited. Yeah. There's someone, their team I'm kind of looking forward to. All right, uh, we've been doing some pretty bad teams lately. Like, yeah, we've been on first, a streak. Our first couple were like pretty bad teams. No <laughs> one that's like winning, except for Celtics. Yeah, Atlanta was okay too. True. With their core, the young core, but yeah, like you look at um, Charlotte, Chicago, and now Cleveland. It's kind of a three-team streak of just. It's depressing. Yeah, like no hope. And I was like, "How did these guys get their jobs? I don't, I don't get it." <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Just hire me. Yeah, it's rough. Yeah. All right, that's it for us. Uh, check us out on iTunes, Twitter, Instagram at Easy Money Fantasy, and we will have another episode for you guys shortly. See yeah, ya. thanks for listening, guys. Uh, happy birthday to our uh, slum there too. Thank you. (laughs) Hopefully get a lot more viewers.